0: show that we know at least won't be the well, This show where
1: well, we episode. will not disrespect Cicely Tyson.
0: We will not disrespect no Cicely Tyson. And you know what? Unless you want to catch these hands. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to the Giant Contramental <laughs> Robot Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond. Desi is dead Robinson. <laughs>
1: I'm Christian, the Damon Lama writer Ventura.
2: And I'm
0: Benita D's hands, Lavario.
2: <laughs> you caught the tail end of a conversation that you're going to have to listen to the Night Owl show on KDHR to know what we're talking about.
1: Context is
2: everything. Yes. Context is key. And apparently, I'm, my, my name is Desmond Robinson. Desi is dead is the one who opened the episode. Apparently Desi is the one who disrespected Cicely Tyson. That. that <laughs> and yeah, that's dead. Desi's
1: problem. That's not Desmond's problem. That's not Desmond's he problem. He
0: is... He is dead.
2: Yeah. Like. D-E-D. Uh, we, dead. We, I'm using my one. That nigga over there, man. <laughs> He's on I one. think
1: that is the fastest you've used your one in wow. a show before.
0: Time it, son. Time it. What is that? We only are a minute in I this I need to know.
1: We're not even a minute in. That is Was now officially the quickest draw on that possible.
0: I'm a guess. 40 41 seconds. Yeah, 41
2: seconds. 41 seconds.
1: 41 seconds. <laughs> oh my god, that's great.
2: <laughs> oh man.
0: Oh. Oh. Uh. Woo. Okay. Well. Let's hope it doesn't get spicy later on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and this is your first episode. Welcome to 2021. Welcome to the John Conchman Robot where you can hear us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and now Stitcher, Apple still being bitches and not letting us on their platform.
1: It's cause we like to curse and say things that are true.
2: No, this time the logo.
1: Oh, is it, it did they deny us because of the logo this time?
2: Low pixels, apparently. That's oh. bullshit. I'm like, low pixels. What the f
1: Just up res it. Ah,
2: whatever. Low, low pixels. Low we'll pixels. figure it out. The 1950s Begrudgingly TV coming show. to you. Like. Like they they're keeping us from money. They're keeping us from money. Cause like we said in the previous episode, we want that rev. We want that ad revenue. We want that Nord uh-huh. VPN or VPN in general.
0: Yeah.
1: Nature Box, please sponsor me.
0: Someone sponsor us, even
2: yeah. if it's hydra soak
1: Right. Or Manscaped. <laughs> ah, maybe
2: Manscaped. You know. You know I, I would love your um your foot deodorizer. I I'll like I'll I'll toasters.
1: I'll market the hell out of your your lawnmower products. I don't care.
2: <laughs> nose hair trimmer?
1: No, that's not a nose hair trimmer. No,
2: I want the nose <laughs> hair trimmer.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Even if it's the Four Seasons total lawn and
2: care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because the difference is we'll know where we're going.
2: Yes, because we do not <laughs> mind doing ad breaks. I, If you want to listen to an earlier episode, um, Pollo El Cam- um, Campero I did an ad break for pollo campero.
1: Un Unpaid.
2: Unpaid. And I'd still do it again. I, some good fucking <laughs> chicken. The empanadas were fire. I
1: love me my Salvadorian chicken. You know what? That might be what I go get I just, myself today, now that you mention it.
0: I went to that. What, did you guys ever see that TikTok video where she was, like, crying because, you know, someone punched her dad just because he was a Trump supporter. And she's like, i do it again. Bop, bop.
2: Oh, yeah. I did see that one. <laughs> I'm not on TikTok, so I have not seen it. So, but uh, I, I love you hearing,
0: should. It's just...
2: I love hearing people getting their ass with being supporters for things uh, that are not right.
0: I swear to God, TikTok has been a godsend during the pandemic.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, it. Like I only got into TikTok because of somebody I know who like just constantly kept sending me links to TikTok and eventually broke me down to where I just made one. But now hey. it's like... Ah, oh, God, it reminds me so much of Vine, which I already spended so much wasted time on oh, that.
2: God. Yeah. But here's the thing though, Christian, you already admitted to being on TikTok. Remember, I recorded without your knowledge. Like Yes, I, guess... I know.
1: Like if 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 for one day I end up missing or like dead and somebody murdered me for something I said, just blame Desi for the first like thirty seconds of every podcast.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he doesn't give away that you know he does like murder since he's always like yes desi is dead is it desi that's dead or is someone else dead who's dead
1: damn who do you like damn to be
2: dead?
1: is it like a hmm? pretty little liar situation where it's just desi like contacting us through discord
2: i don't, <laughs> un- I don't understand that reference <laughs> <laughs> and with that reference, we're going to be reviewing One Division episode three and four, but we're going to do that later in the episode because that takes up a good majority of the time. Um, oh, it's a good joke. Yeah, you know, because it's we
1: got some stuff to say.
0: I'm full. Conspiracy theory. Like I swear to God, it's probably gonna be like another episode before I have all of the. Red like story. everybody
1: who's listening right now, you're gonna need to listen along with a whiteboard, a lot of red string, yes. and every pin you possibly own.
0: And you're gonna need corkboard, paper, so much string.
2: And this man so. pulled out his Marvel encyclopedia because I remembered, Speed and Wiccan are in my encyclopedia. Hmm. And it was literally staring at me in my face, and I'm like, "I'm a dumbass. I had it right here all this fucking time. I could have just pulled it out."
1: It's a, it's a, it's the answer's been staring at you in the face this whole time, which I'm sure will basically be what we feel like by the end of season one of WandaVision.
2: I was the, I, mean, I was the cop at the end of Unusual Suspects when I realized I was just talking to Kaiser Sose. To quote a former
0: Avenger, "You didn't see that coming."
1: Damn
2: Oh <laughs> oh I'll, I'll be Hawkeye. Pietro rising from the dead. I'll be oh were you thinking of the name? I'll be like Hawkeye. They won't know. They'll never know. I'll be Ultron Ultron came and just sat on him.
1: Is it weird that I know Pietro's name more now than I did when the when Ultron came out?
2: You you was never an X-Men fan, huh?
1: No, I mean I've I've I been mean, into X Men and stuff. It's just that it's like I I was just explaining this difference to my coworker like yesterday, where it's just like the 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 Quicksilver that's in the MCU is still different than the Quicksilver that's in like Days of Future Past and stuff like that.
0: Yeah,
2: but here's the thing though, I am was happy the fact that we get to hear Maximoff.
1: Yes, yeah. we got that confirmation for sure.
2: Like a name that we we everyone's like it's just a fucking like. You don't get the connotation of who is it tied to. We don't even know if it's going to still be tied to that.
1: Yeah. Like, it yeah. could be anything else because it's the MCU. But they, they base off of the comics, at least. So You
2: know what would be a good, like, a holy shit moment? And I don't think Marvel will pull the plug on it. If what? we got Michael Fassbender to come back. Oh! up Nign- Magneto to be wonderful. Oh, King. my
1: God, dude. That really... Because I, I was talking about... Okay, wait. Are we going into this now or are we continuing... Yeah.
0: I say, you or Do we want to put a pin in this and whoops. just wrap the little red string around it and we'll come back to it later? Let's put a pin
2: in it because we're going to. Okay, about yeah, because
1: otherwise we're going to go on this.
0: We're going to go all in, so like, wrap it around them.
2: Because I think Benita's going to be happy with this one. Bring Sand- it back. Sandman, after months of filming and in months of like figuring oh out who God. the fuck is going to be in it, Sandman oh is God. officially coming to Netflix. No, George gunn Levitt yep. is not playing the main character, Sandman himself, Dream. It's gonna be some uh, actor named Tom Sturridge. Sorry, bro. Tom- yeah, I
0: he <laughs> sort of looks like an unknown.
2: He was in the movies Velvet Buzzsaw and Sweet Sweetbitter, bro. We have not seen those movies. Tom oh, Sturridge. Maybe some like cinephiles, the one- some true cinephiles, probably have, but I haven't.
0: Yeah, I never watched Velvet Buzzsaw. It just looked really weird.
2: Um. <laughs> what are you going for like what? Someone who I know Benita will like, Gwendolyn Christie has been cast as Lucifer, the ruler. of the I world. know. <laughs> Boyd Holbrook okay, is going to be playing Corinthian, an escaped nightmare who wishes to taste all the world has in store. Charles Dance. We'll be playing Roderick Burris, the charlatan, a blackmailer, and magician. Um, and two Indian actors whose names I do not want to butcher. I'm sorry. I do not want to butcher your names. But you're playing know. as who? They're playing Abel um, and Kane, the first victim and the first predator. Residence and loyal subject of the dream role.
1: Oh, okay, wait. Because now I have the IMDB up. You're, I think... Roast me if I don't say it correctly, but I think it's Asim Chaudhry and Sanjeev Baskar.
2: Hey, you did better than I did. Yeah. I'm I'm
0: mostly like I would say like 93% on board with this with this cast. Cuz David Gray. Um, <laughs> Like the Sturgeon guy, I'm Sturge Sturgeon, Sturgeon what?
1: Tom Sturridge.
0: Sturridge, I don't like really know anything about. He does look. Yeah, I'm looking though. at his IMDb,
1: and it's nothing I recognize. He
0: does look Boyd, familiar to me. Boyd me. Holdbrook is the other one I'm very nervous on because Why? he's he's a hit or miss actor. Like, um, he was in that one like trippy time travely Netflix. Movie, I'm trying to. I'm blanking on.
2: But I remember him. Well, he was uh, also in
1: Predator and Logan, right? He
2: was in Predator.
0: He was in. He was in Predator, and he was pretty. He was Narcos. pretty fucking bad. <laughs> he was. He was terribly miscast. I mean, the whole movie was just bad. Oh no, come on! Opinion. No, no.
1: All
2: right, I all didn't all watch right. the Predator. I can't believe one. I'm going to do this. I can't believe I'm going to do this. As someone who's not big into horror, but I have a taste for horror for the last six months, I'm going to defend the Predator to a certain extent. I've... Okay,
0: but why? Okay, but you're clarifying that you're a horror fan, and there was nothing horror in oh, no, that. Wait, no, that's no, no, it. Hold on, For that one part when he escapes at the very beginning, so like pause. Olivia Munn is the only one that survives, pause. and she's oh, yeah, no, she. Oh, you know, he's clarifying
1: he's not a horror fan. There we go.
0: Oh, okay. Oh,
2: okay. But which again, still like. I'm di- okay. He, uh, <laughs> Okay, I know I know I know you have opinions. Let me just let me let me explain myself. I feel Boyd Holbrook Let me explain why he's wrong. <laughs> Boyd Holbrook and them they fit what they was asked to do. They're basically being soldiers of today. Not soldiers where the big muscly dumb jocks that Arnold and his crew and Carl Weathers even though they're both cool. Now they are, but then okay. they were, was they were like
0: do not do not no mm, 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 what? no i'm gonna interject here because like while i can understand you might say like yeah arnold schwarzenegger is a himbo that motherfucker did some like he is like original level himbo. traps in the very beginning or at the very end of the movie he made traps for the predator he yeah. realized the predator. Uh, was tracking him via heat vision, so he covered himself in the mud so he couldn't be tracked anymore.
1: The original one's so good. Yes,
2: the original like, one is good.
0: Do not, do not, do not call him stupid. I'm not calling Because Boyd's him character, Boyd's character was very stupid.
2: Boyd's character stupid. is a sniper. You expect He's a sniper. stupid. A He's sni- a
0: stupid sniper is what he is because he sent alien technology home to his son, Wait, his what? wife, and yeah,
1: son. Okay, that's super.
0: Instead stupid. of letting it stay there for the
2: freaking military that he freaking <laughs> works for. All right, so we want to go down this route? Terminator Dark fate sucked.
1: Yes, it did.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with oh, that. Well, the, How well. did we go from the Predator to the
1: Terminator? I don't know. It's what classic mean? misdirection. Yes. Back oh. to. Back to <laughs> okay. uh, Back to Sandman. It's classic misdirection to go to a different subject that doesn't have anything to do with
2: anything. Thank you. Back to Sandman. Okay,
0: look, I just need you to know that you don't have Wanda's powers, so you can't just like say something and then we're gonna be like flibly oh, yeah, no,
2: flee. We changing <laughs> the
1: subject.
0: You can't just blink and rewind time, bro. Okay. By the
1: way, Benita, I'm so happy that you've joined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, great. So, moving on. Ha- anyway, <laughs> we're is, just let's just
2: scrap half of me is, this. Half of me is happy H- to you back. Half of me is like I regret this decision.
0: I'm just anyway.
2: Back up. the half boyd half Holbrook.
0: I'm iffy. <laughs> if we're getting that, the if we're,
2: if we're getting the Narcos boyd Holbrook, I think you'd be fine.
0: I've never watched Narcos, though. Sorry. He was he was enjoyable in uh, Logan. Because he had a personality. And I feel like a lot of his villain. movies he's done, he hasn't had a personality. I
2: it's was... kind of like
0: how... Like, the best way for me to equate it is how uh, Mark Wahlberg has no personality in a lot of his movies. And then there's sometimes he's in a movie and you're like, that bitch has personality. Like sort of need the right material and the right director director to get
1: yeah that's that's it's very indicative it's like every time i look at like how how big the writing is behind a movie it most of the time it ends up saving a lot of like vision of actors in my mind for me because it's like i really love shameless and i really love like um the god i'm why am i blanking on the actors names now but the people who play steve and and um and fiona they're great, and they've won Emmys for that show, but they also starred together in Dragon Ball Evolution, which was a piece mm. of shit. Yeah. So it's like, that. that is a huge indication of, like, how the writing has everything yeah. to do with it, and sometimes it's not just the actor.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I heard this a lot. I, I, I
1: still oh, like... now defend, um what's her name, um, from Twilight. Kristen oh, Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Because it's like, yeah, like those movies suck. But when you look at her now in her roles, it's like she's actually a good actress. It's just Dude, I have I a feeling it was re- a suffering of writing. Under,
0: I think it was called Underwater. We talked
2: about. It I last can't remember. We,
0: we did. Yes. That yeah. was good. We, but we, I mean, like, we, even we Brie Larson,
2: we was all in agreement. We all love the fact like, I, that um, what's his name, who would not be named, got killed by mm-mm. getting ripped, ripped through his uh, suit.
0: That was pretty great. Yes, that was um. good. But, like, Brie Larson, I love Brie Larson, and I will defend her. But I didn't think, like, Captain Marvel was her greatest performance.
2: No, it wasn't. Like, I, I think it's... Sorry, keep going. I was going um,
0: to Um. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, again, it's, yeah, it's, like, the writing and the direction. Because, you know, she had, like, maybe ten lines in Scott Pilgrim, but, like, she jumped off the screen. But they killed,
1: and, and I still sing Black Sheep to this day.
0: Yes! Because it's amazing, and she did amazing. Like, Room is such a tragic horror. You are, like, if you guys haven't watched it, like, it's no, very... I didn't watch
1: it, but I read the book, like, years before. It's traumatizing.
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm and good. she transfix you, and she, like, pulls you in, and it's just such a great performance, and definitely deserving of, of the Oscar. Um, so, I... like, she's got it. I think it was just that direction direction in the writing because they i think they went too far with like the you're an emotionless robot that has no memories and she's like
1: and she's like okay i'm an emotionless robot that has no <laughs> memories but
2: i think right. that, and that's what i was gonna say um i think it was like you were saying but the direction because you have two directors it depends like look at um a good example birds of prey that, that director, she never directed action, but it looks like she's been directing action for years with that movie. And when you look at um, Captain Marvel, you got two people who mainly is known for com- comedy, but it's like you trying to get them to do this, and like you said, the direction for Captain Marvel, but when you get to the Russo brothers, yeah, she's still playing that I'm like a mo- emotionless robot, but she's more in a way, yeah, she's still an asshole, but she's, a, she's a lot more altruistic yeah, She's and she's more likable a little bit um but also a
0: little bit a little which bit. is so funny because that's she filmed that first
2: i think i so, know I was like, right that was like a degradation like so much character and you just tell her just like okay whatever you did before you're not gonna do that here just like it's like no don't do that like I forgot one Marvel movie so. where they kept it consistent with the characters staying who they are. I forgot which MCU movie where they did that. Like they just didn't they didn't switch it. Well, no Hulk don't count.
0: I mean,
1: Hulk don't count.
0: Be perfectly well, let me honest, yeah. like Iron Man hasn't really changed.
1: <laughs> like he's he's gotten better, but like he's gotten less addicted to things, but he hasn't changed. But
2: and I like, would, he's I definitely
0: listen. way tamer in the movies than in the comic books. Yeah. Like, he's just a raging dick in the com- um
2: away, I we're do go, not. We're, we're so I've never...
0: Don't, like... But that's another thing, like... Um, Robert Downey Jr. just gave him such personality. in okay. like... It's just one of those things where you think about, like... Um, if someone ugly did it, you know, would you still like him? <laughs> Like, yeah exactly it's the like stuff that they did cause I'm like
1: um that like fully reminds me of just a throwaway joke from freaking um like I think it was a family guy joke but they were talking about like um what's his name uh George Clooney right when <gasps> he's just like oh I'm George Clooney like I'm known for my on set antics I once hit Nora Dunn in the head with an apple it's like oh that's funny because you're handsome otherwise you're just some dick who hit a lady
0: Right, like I mean, wow, this is like going on a like way different.
2: Yeah, so um, the bring <laughs> and, like, us, to bring us back, but... to bring us back, um, I'm uh, I can't wait for Sandman. Um, I think I, I think, think Hoyt Hoy Brook is playing a villain. So just like to end it off and to stick on to DC because I have some opinions on DC TV. Um, of course you do. <laughs> it, it's actually Tobineta. I'm taking the rose colored glasses off. On DC TV.
1: Okay. Oh, okay.
2: Um, but I think I think he's playing the Corinthian is a villain, so I think he's stronger by playing either a complex character like in Narcos, um, but he was also based off of a real person that he played in Narcos. So his wife felt his performance was good yeah. in that, and then in Logan he was a villain, a comic book villain. I forgot the name of the damn villain. That's from the comic that he was portraying, but. Um and he's also playing the villain here. It looks like he'll be playing the villain here. So I think there's certain actors you can tell like, oh, you're better either playing a complex, emotionally fucked up hero or a villain. And he's like one of those people who can do that. Or if you watch mm-hmm. that, um, or if you watch that family movie, Robert Rodriguez, um, the the We Could Be Heroes, where he's playing a bombastic superhero, Superman esque character mm-hmm. whose own kid has to save him. Then you got that. Yeah. Well, then that didn't, didn't, didn't watch that. You know, don't worry about it. Um, I have a I have a brother who watch it. I was like, you got you got my Netflix account. It's called Freeloaders. Watch it.
0: But I'm taking up what you put now.
2: Um, but sticking in the wrong D.C., the Arrowverse needs to end. To in my opinion, it needs to end. Um, added,
1: it, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. How many seasons is it on now? Like for for Flash and Arrow.
2: Flash is going oh, Arrow's, to, done. Arrow's done. Flash. Arrow's is done. Done. But Flash going to season seven. Um, Legends of Tomorrow is going to season five. Black Lightning is ending after four seasons. is ending after four seasons. Um, Superman and Lois will be coming this fall. They also um, stopped production on Arrow and the Black Canaries. Which I'm actually fine with because you're placing Oliver Queen's daughter in modern time with other heroes, even though she's technically supposed to be in the future. But you're trying to you trying to come up with the concept of an adult woman in our timeline with the Flash and everyone operating as the Green Arrow. Green Arrow, even though Oliver was, whatever. Right. I was like, I'm fine. It can go. It's the writing and the approach to the Arrowverse. Like when it first origin started. I was on the mindset of, okay, not everything can be 100% adapted to, from the comic books. Like, I understood that. I finally got with that from movies and the television. I was like, fine, cool. But then you get to a certain point, and I'm like, why British television or streaming television is better than network TV? Because streaming and British television stick to an 8, 10, 12 episode limit.
1: Yeah, they have they have their entire story already kinda planned out for that season, not based on like the length of twenty four episodes.
2: Yeah. And the, and now more than ever, and then we have modern superhero T V shows like Preacher, The Boys, um hell, Stargirl to a certain extent, Titans, as much as I shit on it, and Doom Patrol, there are a tight twelve episode season. Yeah. CW need to reflect that. You can So do
0: you think they need to do well, like um no, it, it, kind was... of what Marvel did where they sort of scrap it like how they did with the Netflix Marvel episodes? Yeah. Just sort of scrap it and start scrap from it. the beginning because like those shows couldn't really tie in with the movies where they would do like vague references something that happened, but like it wasn't fully tied in.
2: I think they should just scrap DC TV in general because Warner Brothers has this mandate, and they still have it. You don't put, you can't put the big heroes on TV. Like it took them. Superman hasn't been on a live action Superman has not been on television since Lois and Clark, which would be nineteen ninety four. Damn, Hoekly, Tyler Hoakley is officially the third TV Superman. We're not talking about movie Superman, TV Superman, and it was one in the '80s um, for Superboy. Then you have Dean Kane, now Tyler Hoechlin. Bam. I, feel I like mean, I, I don't think we can take out
0: disrespecting and not not counting. Um, what was his name? Tim. That's, Tim
2: something. When, I'm not, when it's come to cartoons, I'm not including that. I'm not including cartoons. Damn. But that was such a good. It's fine. Yeah, Tim Daly is it's a, a good, different Tim thing. Tim Daly is a good. Voice Tim himself.
0: Daly. There we go. Um, the live action. Okay.
1: I don't think we can. I don't think we can like take away the the fact though that like <clears throat> when you compare the tight twelve you know like episodes on like things like Doom Patrol and stuff like that versus Arrowverse where it's just like it's way too long. I don't think we can take away the 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 looming fact that like <clears throat> the difference majorly between Arrow and like shows like Doom Patrol is that. Doom Patrol was never thought, like, to run on TV.
3: True. But
1: where Arrowverse true. and all of them do. And because, like, for some reason, the way that, like, TV works, every fucking, like, CEO wants, you know, 24-episode seasons. I don't think in our current, like, market of how TV is made not on streaming, like cl- like, I guess, not classic, but, like, traditional TV... I don't think that those those companies really understand yet, like the advantage to having a twelve episode uh, season, where they're just like, "Well, yeah, well the great. more we put out, the more people watch," right?
2: Let me And I think
1: that. that's Let like the that the, that the thing that's great. been carrying over like crazy and fucking over all the shows that are on TV, like on the CW.
2: Let me delete that. I think you're definitely. That's why. I, that's why I was gonna get on, but you already said my on that point, so I'm gonna delete that. No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Everything Christian just said, I actually had it. I actually have notes on this, and Christian just said a section that I was going to oh. talk about. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but go on, Benita. Go, go ahead.
0: Well, just like just to touch on, you know, what Christian said, it's a changing landscape, and I think um, a lot of the network TV are still clinging to this old style of television because i just i think more and more people are just tired of like 22 episodes 24 episodes Mm -hmm. for a season like if it's an anime that's doing like one full story and they're 30 minute shows that i think is a lot different than like a one hour program like agents of shield and they're doing 22 episodes a season and i'm just Care,
2: but this was the episode, and this was the point I was gonna make. Um, with Ages of Shield, what I noticed what they was doing, they broke their entire seasons like this the first 12 episodes, this is this current arc, and then our second half going to the season finale is this new arc. And and if anyone noticed for Ages of Shield, it would be like Ages of Shield, Ghost Rider ages of shield and in the second half ages of shield second uh, um, life model decoys like it just just to give an example like they had different arcs like ghost rider was the first arc and then life model decoys was the second arc but and it was like no fillers because it, everything had to deal with those self contained stories in those arcs i was they then i felt that was a good approach to how you do comic book tv shows What the CW verse will always has always done when they started doing crossovers, the first twelve episodes are technically are basically fillers, but they're setting up for the crossover. And then you get to the real meat of the season for the final fifteen. I'm also thinking about these actors wants to do other things than like Grant Gustin. He likes playing the Flash. Hell, he is a huge Superman fan. If you look at his Instagram, he has photos of, of Brendan Raul and Tyler Holcomb dressed as Superman, and he's just fucking cheesing. Like, you can tell he's a kid in a candy store. But mm-hmm. even he wants to do, he has done two movies, and he said he was burnt out doing the season of The Flash because he went to do a movie. Like was, Now I'm thinking of the human aspect. Let's shorten the series and let the actors do what the hell they want outside of it. Right. Yeah. But then also we're also limiting the filler episodes cuz like American TV is becoming anime. Anime is like, all right, we have our we have a source material, we're going to stick to the source material. We will do a filler if it's necessary. American TV, they just do fucking filler episodes just for like just for the sake of it. I'm just like what yeah. the fuck? Or yeah. a, or a clip show. Like you're not the office. Don't do a clip show. Just stick to the fucking story. But The Flash has and I'm going comic book nerd here I in my history of reading the flash I never seen Wally nor Barry hell Jesse Quick um Black Wally Bart ever worry about I'm too slow I'm always worrying about my speed every single issue hell Barry never really had a team Wally had a team like if they started the flash up with Wally cool Wally had a team, it makes sense. And Wally doesn't have to really be worried about his speed, but it's like every single season, it's the same formula. I'm worried about my speed, the big bad, crossover, Barry and Iris has some form of trouble, and then booyah. That's boring. Why does it have to, why it have to be represented like a, a continuing thing? Legends of Tomorrow is his own self-contained thing. Like, everyone is fucking, everyone is dating... And then you have Neil McDonough, who played Damien Dark, coming back in the episode with um, "Return of the Mac," which is, I shit you not. Out of everything DC TV have ever done, that is the best goddamn episode of a DC TV show ever. You have superheroes in the Viking realm, with "Return of the Mac" playing in the background. These DC heroes fighting Vikings, zombies, and. Dum Dum Dugan, who's the villain in this in the show, all in one episode, and you have another episode where they going against a giant monster, and the only way is a Tickle Me Elmo rip off going against this monster. <laughs> That's a good entertainment because they stick to a twelve episode format. Supergirl, I haven't watched it enough to have no problems, but it seems like Melissa Benoist was like, "I'm done," so like, hey. Go right ahead. Like, if the actresses, says they're done, let it go. But black Yeah, because otherwise,
1: even if you keep them there, the performance isn't going to be the, what you want.
2: Black Lightning, I... I felt lacked because <laughs> it became a Negro spiritual. Every fucking episode is a Negro spiritual. I'm like, as a black man, I ain't trying to see that shit. I want to see Black Lightning kick ass and help his daughters be superheroes. So far, we got one daughter who really needs to do that and another daughter who use our powers to do stupid shit and become the archetype, archetype teenager that we all hate in movies and television.
0: Mm. No. To be a stupid teenager again. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Right? To do stupid yeah. teenager things and not have to worry about, you know, adult things.
2: Well, I, I was in and out of <laughs> I mean, high school as a like, teenager, so I never did. Not stupid. having to worry about that shit. Yeah.
0: Totally cool. Like, bills? What are bills? Huh. Right! Uh, but
1: Remember when your biggest concern was, like, what you were gonna wear out of the house that day instead of, like, hey, am I gonna get to live in this house tomorrow?
0: Right! Um, Ugh, those were okay. days. Hey,
2: teens! But Welcome to the
0: pandemic. <laughs> I, um, I'm not really, uh, I guess Arrowverse fan. I could not make it through the first season of Arrow, um... Because like it to me it felt like it was I mean, it was basically just a Batman begins style thing where he's like, I'm a poor rich boy. That's
2: and that's the thing
0: traumatized.
2: And that's the <laughs> thing. That's what the um Stephen Mel even said that was the point. Cause um Arrow, Green Arrow was always I can
0: afford <laughs> therapy, but I don't do it.
2: Um Green Arrow was always looked at as the Batman ripped off but if you look at green arrow compared to batman green arrow is more like the robin Hood-esque type of a hero like he's jokey jokey yes he has crossed the line numerous times but he's the one person like you can see like oh I could probably hang out with him like no arrow is like it is like bruce wayne a dick and then now <laughs> we come to batwoman i have no problem i had i didn't really have a problem with Ruby rose i really did she was, she was okay. Um, now, she got the Kelly Marie Tran treatment even from not only from her own community, the LGBT community, saying she's not gay enough, which is like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's... Because like,
1: the thing is, that's not the community. That's just stupid people.
2: Yeah, and then you have people complaining about her acting. Like, we get it. She has done things that she's proved she's not a great actress. But... Watching the entire season, she did like you can tell she stumbled in the first couple of episodes, but towards the end, like she finally got a stride. But behind the scenes stuff, you can tell like all right, she's she was when she said she was leaving. Okay, and this is one of those instances where I feel they should have just recast the main character, just just say because what happened in crisis, this is a different Kate. This this is Kate Kane, but not her. Yeah, I. No offense to the actress who's playing Batwoman. Inserting this woman into something that nobody didn't like in the first place. Like, they like Batwoman, but not the show and the series. Someone who, she stole the Bat, like, and some, my brother, one brother's like, Terry McGinnis did it. But you saw what Bruce did to Terry when he took the suit. He let Terry get his ass beat until Bruce was like, all right, fuck it, I'll help you out. Like there's no repercussions of this woman stealing a suit and it's like, and the sh- it's just, that woman is just bad. Writing, the way how mm-hmm. characters are written, like it's, it's, I know we should have this like, real world, but like, even in the real world, we will call out bullshit from people. And it's they're, they're, and, like, certain shows you, you can include like, I know you don't watch Arrow, but there's an episode on Arrow where they did their own version of Civil War. And the rookies, the like the newer heroes that from the comic books that they put into the show, they're talking mad shit to Arrow like they was gonna fuck him up. I like how Steven Mill approached it, like, like this was real. He's like, This, you're talking to the person, and he listed all the people he put in the ground. And he was like, You really wanna try to come to me? And in the episode, you can tell they went over the board with the fighting. Steve, you know, it was literally you could see his face Steve DeMille fucked that stunt dude up I mean I never seen a body an actor do a body slam on a stuntman that gruesome ever yeah like holy fuck and then, then, then um, later two episodes later Steve DeMille got his nose broke by said stuntman but
1: <clears throat> I wonder Steve why
2: <laughs> on the things right there. Like, all right, you want to fuck with me? I'm gonna fuck with you back. But either way, um, so
0: I think what you're trying to say is I, I, that I, um, not not everyone is going to be happy with a comic book movie and or TV show.
2: Thank you, thank you for bringing me in. Um, to end this off, essentially, <laughs> the writing is bad. The writing is not. It shouldn't be. It should. You. <sighs> We're not looking for movie quality and TV. It just should be the quality. We're in a are in a predicament where writers should be focusing on structuring their shows, and it's not a good structure. On the and now, really looking at it, and then going back scene past seasons, the structure is really not that great. Um, yeah. there's certain. I feel certain characters were miscast, and color colors of superheroes of color have not given their due. Like you, they wasted Cisco on the Flash. They wasted um, Dana Panabaker, who played Killer Frost, who's not a woman of color, but she's just a woman in general. I feel they wasted. They it could have been great arcs where you have a person who's a hero for so long who now becomes the villain, who knows the heroes. They wasted an arc doing that. Um,
0: is that because you know you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain? No,
2: they and they haven't used, used that trope. That would have been a good trope to use. Um, Dude, they,
0: how the fuck are you not going to use like one of the most famous lines from another DC
2: movie? On top of that, it's a
1: yeah, it's a DC property. They can fucking use it.
2: Um, not using, <laughs> not really using any of the big heroes. Like, I get it. You want to focus on these heroes, but Flash is a in, in all his tense purposes is an A-list superhero. But you can't use Wonder Woman, who's been greatly benefited to be on any of these DC shows. Batman, who could have been like, they literally filmed episodes in Gotham City, and it took them to Batwoman to say, oh, he disappeared. Okay,
0: so like one of my favorite things, um, which I haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984 yet, but I just want to interject, because you mentioned Wonder Woman, is that Pedro Pascal was in Wonder Woman 1984? But then he also had a part in the Wonder Woman TV show that was supposed to be come out a few years ago,
2: but
3: then they
1: talk- never
2: picked up the picked yeah. up the pilot. We talked about it on, on our Wonder Woman review, which you can listen to here on the Giant Cosmic Robot. Oh yeah, our Wonder Woman
0: 1984 review. Oh yeah. When was okay? I'm sorry. I know I'm like bringing this down. that I'm like, that episode?
2: it's 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 a fun episode because we're we yeah yeah jumping on my shit now i don't mind that
0: i'm just saying you know you lose track of time during a global pandemic you just get things it's fine
2: but um but yeah i know it sounds like i'm a raving every episode so like i'm very critical of dc yes i am someone who's grew up with dc more than marvel and i didn't get into marvel until my teens. Well, X Men since my childhood, but Mar- the greater Marvel universe until my teens. But uh, it was always been DC. Seeing like like certain heroes acting certain ways is like I get it, but you're yeah. you you're just like you going you're doing this just to do its sake and not giving it any real depth. Like the Nolan Batman movies, they had a purpose and they had a a through line arc. I do yeah. not see... And that's a movie, but... At least, and I can shit on Titan and do Patrol all I want, but there is a through line for that fucking series. Both series at that. Like, each individual character has an arc. I don't see that with Arrow. You change, like, Felicity... She was world beloved, but now the actress was being hounded because they switched the character. And I can see... Now seeing the show, watching the show now, with this now at a different lens, I can see... The nitpicks fans are having, and this valid nitpicks you turn this character uh, to an unlikable character.
0: It's just, I think it's hard, at least for me, because again, like I said, I didn't really get into any any of those shows. Um,
2: Stay not watching. But
0: like <laughs> you, sp- like I remember growing up, and like DC were the ones that were doing the great job with like, well, mostly. Uh, with like adapting their their properties like mm-hmm. the first two OG Batman movies were great. I mean, they weren't canonically correct, but like still very enjoyable. <laughs> like a lot of fun. The TV shows, the cartoon TV shows at the time were doing a great fantastic job. Um and Marvel was sort of like trying to catch hit it up or hit or miss. And then now it's sort of like reversed yeah. <laughs> because Marvel's now like okay we know our properties we know like we got this momentum to make good movies and now we can start branching out because they first laid the groundwork they didn't have any overarching ideas to tie everything together other than they were like first starting out with like okay these movies are gonna be separate but still within the same universe and maybe have like one tiny little can year so now to the point where you know you've got callbacks in WandaVision going to movies and you're like oh my god this is amazing whereas DC is trying to jump to the big global thing first rather than laying the groundwork you know they want to jump to the profits not get get to the profits is what I'm trying to... Uh,
2: to did, say. You gave us a good segue. Um, laying the groundwork into something proper in their the universe. Um, WandaVision, episode three and four. Holy shit. Now I waited. I skipped watching episode three to watch it back oh. to back today before we started recording. And... It's so good. I will say... Um... Start up. Just to start off with my opinion because I'm on the roll of whatever I'm doing. I can see why my people, hands are at can, the ready. I can see why people felt episode one, two, three, three up and towards the end were very slow for them, and they was willing to jump out, like to not watch, to keep on going until the end of episode three, which we're not gonna talk about just yet. We still have that red that red ribbon wrapped, but. We did get hints throughout episode three, which we will talk about. Of those hints later on, because I'm pretty sure Medina has a cork board ready. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ready. Um, there. Episode three was it was essentially a 1970s TV show, Brady Busk, Brady Bunch esque. Um, but we got some good tidbits. You know, fuck. We're we're.
1: The floodgates are open. I was going to say, I'm like, why are we waiting?
2: <laughs> right. Full spoilers from here on out. So if you're listening at the 40 min- at the we're now officially at 45 we minutes, and 30 45 minutes, 30 seconds of the podcast. We're in that view mark. So if you're going to leave now, thank you for listening to the John Conchman Robot Podcast. Tune in to the next episode where we talk about <laughs> Deep Space 9 Voyager, and TNG you know you could just
0: actually it. just say you can stop now go watch the episode
2: no nah, we're gonna i'm gonna promote our shit come before back. we say go before we say oh, co- okay watch the and then go watch um, when monica said oh prietro was killed by ultron and you just see that flip in wanda like oh, this is like how do the, you know that name? Like the real Wanda is here. Like it's no longer
1: tranced Wanda in that moment.
2: Yeah, but like this, and I don't think and everybody's saying Agatha Harkness is connect. I, no, I literally feel this is Wanda's doing. Everything like Jimmy Woo was probably supposed to watch her, and then that shit happened. And then every fucking thing just like went off the rails. Like we're getting a self-contained House of M story, but a warped version. Like this is what mm-hmm. and we've been saying with with the MCU in general. They take classic storylines and they make it fit. Like this is how I, like the Dark Knight. How can you make a comic book hero fit in the real world but still make it fantastically? Yeah. And Marvel is this doing would that be it right here for sure. And and they're doing that, and I'm like. And then Billy and Tommy. And and I've seen a lot of people... Like, who the fuck is Billy and Tommy? Us comic book know who they are. Um, Start us off, Billy is Wiccan. And Tommy is Speed.
1: Both twins of Wanda Maximoff. And Vision. And Vision.
2: Now, everyone will think their first comic appearance was in 2005 in young Avengers one for Wiccan and speed. His first appearance was young Avengers 10 in 2006. Now they first appeared in Wanda in the vision and Wanda and the Scarlet witch issue 12 September of 1986. Wow. That is their first appearance so they're thirty five years old technically if we're gonna oh. go true com b- true real age age they're thirty five but in <laughs> in and now in this in this realm they are late teens well teens. are
0: you talking about the oG ones where then Mephisto killed them and then they were reborn anew
2: or we're going we're going with um reborn anew so Wiccan, who is, I'm assuming, still married to Hulkling currently. And then. They're
0: so cute together. It's just.
2: Ugh. My heart explodes. And then Speed, who essentially has the powers of Pietro. Pietro. So I'm going to assume. Here's my theory. We're going to start off with a theory right now. Yes. I don't think Evan Peters is playing Pietro. I think he's playing Tommy. Interesting. And I think they're going to have someone play Wiccan, Billy. So we're going to get... I seriously feel... Because here's the thing, though. They recast Cassie Lane. Elijah Bradley is rumored to be in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um... We got um Haley Steinfeld running around right now as um Kate Bishop, and then Florence Pugh is now the new Black Widow. I think they're literally gearing up for a young Avengers TV series. Or yeah. a movie. Like I seriously feel I don't I I don't think Florence Pugh has ever done TV, but either way, I think their deals are set oh, and then Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Mm-hmm.
1: Like she's definitely going to be on TV at some point. I feel,
2: and she's just been ca- she's also just been cast for Captain Marvel two, so she's jumping from her TV show into um, Captain Marvel two. So Miss Marvel will be out later this year, apparently. Got you. Um, so more DC, more Marvel TV coming soon. But I seriously feel Wanda WandaVision is setting up not only the younger two young Avengers but also what we could see her what what could happen to doctor strange. So, I know Benita's chomping at the bit. I'll let you go first.
0: <laughs> oh, well, thank you. So kind. Um so yeah, I I definitely think they're um gearing up for Young Avengers um cuz obviously everyone else is casting. I so can't really have the Young Avengers without <laughs> Wiccan or Tommy Um, but I'm still not fully set on Wanda is in complete control here so like I think she obviously does have some control and quite a bit of control but I'm still wondering if it was like more of a trap that was set for her that has gone awry. Um or it could be um because we still like I still don't fully trust Agnes. I think she definitely and obviously with uh what was episode three mm-hmm. um
2: the brother her
0: and herb know a lot more than that's going on and then you find out in episode four that Pretty much kind of like everybody in the town knows that something's right, but it's almost like how with uh, Wanda's first twin, her first babies uh, would disappear whenever she wasn't focusing on them. And Agnes was the one that was like, uh, girl, I don't think your babies are real. And then she has a break. She's like, my baby. Um.
2: Usually so it could so be before, setting like... up
0: like another another situation like that we're
2: talking about episode uh, what'd four, you say right? hmm? we're talking about episode four right
0: well three and
2: four um geraldine well monica rambeau's the only one who's seen the babies agnes has not been there yet
0: well no but like in episode three <laughs> agnes and herb were talking and they were like whispering and conspiring to each other yeah. and vision's like what's going on and they're like no everything is fine yeah but who's Geraldine? Like, obviously, they know more. So I'm just yeah. tying it back to the original um, comic book run, where I think the people, and like we saw it even in episode two, where Wanda's, uh, the radio was breaking through to the reality. So like then Wanda was sort of like, kind of broke through and wasn't focusing making people act in this weird 1960s domicile.
1: So, in that same scene, did you think that um, the neighbor she's talking to uh, was, like, answering the question of the investigators? Of, like, S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, I'm sorry, S.W.O.R.D.? Oh, like... Because what I got was, like, what I thought from that scene when I saw that was they were asking her a direct question. They were like, Wanda, is someone doing this to you? Is someone doing this to you? And then immediately after that, Like, the person she's talking to is, like... um, Is, like, how does a housewife get blood out of a shirt by doing it herself?
0: Oh, I mean... Yeah?
1: Like, that that made me think, like, this whole thing is Wanda's doing, but she's also actively, like, not remembering that she's doing it.
0: Yeah. So, that's, again, leads me where I'm wondering... About, I mean, I mean like everyone is how this started. So, and we get that flash in episode four, which was so terrifying to just see Vision talking as his dead self. Yeah, um, that was at the like, end. Of episode.
2: That was in the episode three.
0: Full no four. No, that was at that
2: four.
1: That was four. Four-oh.
2: Oh, it was at the end okay, of okay, four okay okay, okay, okay. because
0: that, episode three ended with Monica getting kicked out
2: yeah is, there was only oh, like four uh, four I'm so strong tied to four is because we got to see the blip but in that instance of wh- how we felt everyone coming back at that moment yeah that one was more that was I felt more poignant because I was like we never got to see like the ramifications of the blip. And like boom, like there it goes. But that also that that vision, what you were saying, Benita. Sorry, interrupted. I know you were on the roll. Yeah. That that that, that um, vision. I was like, oh shit.
0: So that like was very haunting. Obviously, very traumatizing. So I'm like, oh no, and clearly traumatizing for her because then we see him. and He's like, fine again, and she's like, yes, yeah, so let's watch TV. But now I'm just like wondering. I'm like, okay, but we never did get um. Any resolution on like what happened to vision's body Mm -hmm. um so i'm wondering if it is like really vision's body and since scarlet witch has her powers were bestowed on her by the mind stone which was the stone that was powering vision if she in turn is the one now powering vision like he is alive but obviously not to his full capacity, because, you know, he is technically dead. But, like, if she's got the powers of the Mind Stone, and he was powered by the Mind Stone, like, she can sort of, like, almost siphon. And Create a, uh,
1: a hollow vis- visage of him.
0: Yeah. So, like, basically, she's, like, Ooh. his puppet master, which is absolutely horrifying to think about, but that's also sort of, like, what's going on on so now i'm wondering if wherever his body ended up if she found it like because obviously like the avengers steve would have been like we need to give him a funeral and like god knows tony probably would have been like oh but jarvis is probably in there somewhere i can save them so like there could have been some fight about them like what are we gonna do with their body so then they could have kept him in some like weird place where they're like we're just gonna put him in this closet for now so then, of course, she. They could have kept it
1: in Westfield, New Jersey, for all we right. know,
0: or Eastview. What is the name of this place? Is it? It's Westview? Eastview, but they're technically in
1: the town of Westview.
0: Yeah. So that's, an, it's there's just I love this show so much because there's just so much it could be. um, and so I'm wondering why the importance of the TV, like because there's always a shot of it. In the episodes. Like every episode. Still see at least a little bit of their TV. And it usually ends. um, If we're in the. Quote unquote like. Wanda world with them. Ending and looking at the TV. So. I then started thinking like. Okay but if like. An alien or. Say a demon. Were to sort of pop in and like. Look at this world. They kind of would think people are obsessed with their tv right like because we all are kind of glued to our tvs so i'm wondering if this is like mephisto's like trickster thing where he may have found like a sad wanda like crying over vision's body and, and she's just like i just wanted a happy life with him and then he's like happy you know happy times like all the tv you guys watch all those tv shows end happily so here you go and like literally just like Gives her her quote-unquote happily ever after, but it's tied to like the TVs, you know. Like when you wish, make a wish from a genie, you have to be like very particular right. on like what you Are say you dreaming of
1: genie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. It's the show's driving me crazy, and it's like taking me down a long, dark road. Like, because like you said, Des, how the Episode four opened was amazing mm-hmm. because that's one thing I kind of still knock Marvel with is they sort of undercut the drama with jokes um, a lot of the time. And uh, it's, it's like, really there's amazing. a lot of drama
1: to be seen here.
2: Yeah. And
0: because yeah, think... like when you watch like Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, they really just make a joke about people returning um, back suddenly. Yeah. It's Like, yeah. My younger brother is now my older brother, and I'm like, no. But seriously, how much would that fuck you up? If but,
2: like, sorry. Uh, go ahead. How?
0: How much would that fuck you up if you were like, but wait, I was the older brother, now you're, your younger brother. is yeah. Older than you, or if you were a pilot flying an airplane, and then all of a sudden you're like, last thing I remember, I was flying a plane, and now I'm like on some random ass sidewalk, like, where?
2: I think. What?
0: It's like... There's so much shit.
2: Sorry. Oof. I was about to say something, and I burped. Um, you know, you want to burp, but it doesn't come out as a burp. It just, like, hits. But um, I think Kevin Feige... He's producer in name only on the Spider-Man movies. So it's Sony hiring the writers and the directors. Hence why he technically got the director of the Spider-Man movies to do Fantastic Four. So it's kind of like a fuck you, to Sony, but... I think, he, I think probably Feige wanted to show how it was people coming back in the blip and he couldn't do it for Spider-Man so like, he probably waited to like alright, he probably met with the director and the showrunner of WandaVision was like alright, we're gonna do this and let's do this. And he kept on so, praising no, they, the person. He kept on... They
0: have full like co-creators like they Kevin Feige has way more power in the Spider-Man movies yeah. than he does with like other things. So that's why Personally you'll get now, some yeah. shit movies like but he, Venom. <laughs> he has, but he, he has, has, had nothing to do with Venom.
2: But he has said
0: But like is, he had more control in the Spider Man movies because they directly tie in with the current Marvel cinematic. Game.
2: But there is some interviews with him being polite but not being too like like this is what I have to deal with. Like he was like it's a it's a working process with these Spider-Man movies. Like, there's some, he, like you said, there's some things he has say-so on. Like, the costume, that's his say-so. And there's other things where he, he has to work with Sony on. So, I feel like he probably had, like, a, especially what's going on with, we don't know what's going to happen Spider-Man after Spider-Man 3, but it's probably, was like, all right, let me work with these damn people because I do like Spider-Man. That's it's probably, like, that type of thing, but when, in terms of anything that deals with the MCU, like, WandaVision, he's probably, like, all right, I get to work with people who actually want to make something. And he, probably the showrunner just said, like, can we do this, this, and this? And he's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, let's do this. And that's why we got. I know people don't like Kat Dennis's, um Darcy. I was happy that she was back. I liked it, yeah. I was like,
0: yes. I was very happy to see her back, especially when she corrected that dude yeah. She's like uh doctor, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, Queen, you are a doctor. I,
1: like, I literally had the same thought. I was like, yup, like there you go, tell that dude yes. what you are. Ugh, uh, it's just
0: ugh, and then we so kn- good. And I was really and- happy to see Woo because I love, I just love Randall Park so much.
2: And now we know mm-hmm. that was Darcy at the monitor from episode one and two. Yep. Yeah. And that was Jimmy Woo on the mo- on the radio. So it was like we got like niblets and like we already knew it was Monica Rambeau when she appeared in episode two. But it was like, how the hell she got in there in the first place? That was the thing. Yeah. And now we know.
0: I just so to again tie back to like the television thing, because I really like that the force field looks like an old television screen. Mm -hmm. Like it's got the weird warp and the sort of like pixels snow like whatever type look to it um so I just want to know just want to know more um but I love all the nods that they keep like adding cause like they gotta know that like we suspect Agnes is being clearly and that's another thing I love about this show cause I've read um some articles where I'm talking to the, the show runner and she's just like oh theories like i love to see people talking about this this is amazing like the dissection that goes on and i was just like it's kind of funny how like female showrunner is like yeah you guys talk about it dissect like some of your theories are really off the ball bonkers but some of your theories are like really close to the point and then you'll look at like male showrunners like what's his name nolan's brother jonathan
2: Jonathan, Jonathan Nolan, Nolan
0: who changes episodes of Westworld because people guessed where he was going with it and he was pissed that they were guessing with the clues he puts in the show. And you're like, bro, like, really? Really? why are why are you even doing this? And that's one of the reasons they gave up Westworld and even finish season two. Um wow. Because it's like, why create something if you don't want people to enjoy it and talk about it? Yeah, or, and he's like, oh, like,
1: okay, well, I'm going to change the shows just so that way it's not what you guys thought. And it's like, well, right." you're kind of literally dicking over the people that care about your show enough to dissect it.
0: It's like the stupidest superiority complex ever. Like fucking Stephen Moffat. Like, I used to be a big Stephen Moffat fan because I was like, oh, he did some favorite Doctor Who episodes. But then yep. he became showrunner. And I'm like, bitch, you are terrible like he has peak like mediocre white man superiority like he thinks his shit don't stink and he thinks he is smarter than everybody else like sherlock the whole point people love sherlock as a character is because he pays attention to the details and if you read a book and you're like oh that's what it happened like you kind of want to go back and read and find the clues that he saw Or it's like, you read it and you're like, oh, maybe I can piece this mystery together with Sherlock. Because he's not, like, he is intelligent. He's not, like, ridiculously intelligent that the new Sherlock makes him seem. Because it's like, none they don't do any clues. Like, they don't, none of this shit makes sense. Like, like, how did you come to this conclusion? And you're just like, oh, it's Super smart and it's like you didn't show any of that shit like you didn't show any of that you're just having Sherlock sure, like, tell us all anyway long story long rant short i like when creators are like yes please pick apart what we've made talk about it
1: enjoy it did. to its capacity
2: i know like
0: we the... throw so much stuff because now you're just like okay what's real and what's like a red herring and so i think the whole like oh it's all wanda is kind of a bit of a red herring where it's like I think she's sort of accepted this reality she's in but she also likes it and she wants to stay there cause she's happy yeah,
1: yeah cause she has vision and she has kids and
0: yeah uh... but I don't know if she created like if she started it or if someone like else if she's the reason. It. I don't know I wanna know and this is why I hate love that it's once a freaking week want to binge that shit
2: um christian um your thoughts
1: on the episodes in general
2: yeah
1: i mean honestly like i think these okay first of all i think these last two were definitely a lot better than the first two i i agree like yes um it like it gave more of a reason to like be invested in the show now um but in general like the i don't know like i i i am enjoying the show more as every episode continues yeah because i i don't know like i'm i'm into this stuff where it's just like i really like the shows that are not hand-holding yes. and this one even though it's like yeah you like it might not be as inclusive as a show because they're not stopping and explaining all the stuff i'm enjoying the mystery of it for the people who have like invested time into it you know what i mean
2: yeah
0: because i appreciate shows that are like we believe our viewers are smart
1: (laughs) yeah exactly and it's like they're not they're not beating you over the head with everything like the fact that we're having this discussion right now of like whether or not it's wanda that's doing it and causing it versus you know anybody else i i'm really enjoying the fact that this show gives us the opportunity to do stuff like that
2: and i was gonna say uh, i akin this to the witcher because they treated the show where it's fan service enough to those who read the novels, and not to the gamers. Because she, the the showrunner, she even said, "We're not doing the games. We're doing yeah. the novels." She said, these and she and she was like, I, "I I am aware that the game takes place after the novels." She said, if "We get to that point, maybe we can do a show that's based off the games." But she's like, "Right now, we're doing the novels." And for someone who barely Got to the midpoint of the first uh, Witcher book. I felt the show was just as one division. Like it gave, it didn't like it gave me something like to like actually sit through every episode to episode. Even though Netflix give us everything at once, and then Disney is making us wait week to week. Yeah, um, big difference. Netflix likes their
1: binging. Uh, I think. I think. Right now with the state of Disney Plus, they know they can't afford to put out a whole epi- a whole season because otherwise people will watch it and then not go back to Disney
2: Plus. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh man. Like if they can just do that, I'll be fine. But
0: See, I hated the Witcher adaptation. I know we're gonna get off topic here, but I did not I did not like it.
3: Did it you read was... the no.
2: I don't think I'd
0: mean, movie. I didn't read the books. I've only played the games. Like, do you
2: like Henry Cavill's he... portrayal Geralt?
0: No. Oh, okay.
1: okay I... Well, then, yeah, that's a major thing. If you don't like how he plays Geralt, that's the whole show right there.
0: Because, like, I-, I know you don't Geral- like Geralt. Geralt was a talk. Like, Geralt was a talker. Geralt talked a lot. Like, he t- he talked a lot. He interacted with people, and he didn't just he didn't just grunt. And, like, 75% of Henry Cavill's performance was just, like, grunting.
1: No, it is closer oh, to the in oh, that uh, way, though. Or
0: talking in a really weird low voice, even, like, because he's trying to mimic the game voice actor Henry voice with this already...
2: weird, deep voice. Henry Cavill already has a deep voice. I think... No, he, he doesn't.
0: I mean, it's fairly deep, but it's, like, a mild British man accent, and he's... Trying for a more Clint East, type thing. I think, anyway. I just but remember, that's just, I just me.
2: You don't like Henry Cable. Okay.
0: None of none of the show made sense to me because of the weird time jump, time skip, thing. And the only thing I liked out of that whole fucking show was, um, the character of Dandelion, or Gab. Please do not
2: sing the goddamn song. Please. <laughs> no, that was-
0: song was dumb. <laughs> uh, you. but I do appreciate it that it led me to his band because his band is phenomenal and he is an amazing, uh, musician. Okay. So okay. <laughs> kudos for casting him.
2: Okay. Cause I'm like, if one more person sings that song, like I heard my brother yell it out. I was like, all right, I'm going to throw punch you. I'm going to hit you in your throat.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, I never really cared about that song. I was like, oh, okay, that's fun. But it was like one of those, it was destined to be a short meme. And anyway, I'm so glad you know, like,
2: vision does not have any of that. But we're only four episodes in, so we don't know what the hell is going to happen in the back half.
0: <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, Adaptations are so complicated um, because you have to sort of follow that fine line of fan service for the fans that have read the comic but also to make it understandable for the people who have not. So it's like, it's a very, very fine line. And I think WandaVision is touting that line so amazingly well. Like people that haven't read the comics or, or even only like casually watched the movies aren't going to be ridiculously lost with this show. Because one of my friends, she's like, I don't really care about the Marvel movies. She's like, but I'm enjoying this. And
3: I'm like, yes.
0: Very good. And I'm being driven psychotic with it, with all of my theories. Um, But, like, that's where the Witcher adaptation just fell for me, because I was like, they went too hard into the quote-unquote fan service for the fans. And so, it just didn't really um, pull... Me
1: it didn't hit the same in.
2: Um
0: and it let's... didn't a lot of stuff didn't make but that's okay, that's a topic for another day.
2: Speaking of episode three though, the commercial for episode three tied to Ultron. That's set up it's um it's episode end with um Geraldine, aka Monica Rambeau making that comment because normally we, we look at the commercials to see like what can we pull from, and I know there's people pulling from Episode 2 that the X-Men are referenced, I'm like, well... Yeah.
1: Like, barely, but
2: yeah. Barely! But, um... I know Grim Reaper has been referenced, and I have to go back to watching the episode. Um, Grim Reaper, who is a Marvel villain, um, has been referenced, and he has ties to Wanda and Vision, and Wonder Man, being the brother of Wonder Man. Um this is very interesting they're, they're now pulling for like and the director the showrunner for WandaVision and Kevin Feige they said every article you read they very coyly give a coy smile and say next question motherfucker just say Grin Reaper is gonna pop up in one of these episodes alright we we have to wait week to week just just let us know that Wanda and Vision are gonna be dealing with a villain at the end of this episode let I me mean, be serious I mean, come on it's my only great. Now I'm, I'm with now. All right, now I'm on Benita's side. I, I look.
0: Also, just okay. I just would like to point out the showrunner's name is Jack Schaefer. There we go. Jack. So you can say Jack Schaefer and Kevin Feige <laughs> because she's doing a great job and her name needs to be known to so yes. many people. Jack Schaefer people know it, love it, love her. Jack Schaefer. The end. Jack Schaefer. Okay. And
2: then we're going to forget 15 <clears throat> minutes later.
0: But I don't know. I enjoy... I enjoy the interviews. They do. Because they... Well, obviously they're... They have to be coy about some things. Because, yeah, I don't want my shit spoiled. Like, mm-hmm. do I give a shit about the Grim Reaper? No. Because I think it's more Mephisto. But that's just me. Um. But I like how she also points... Out other things in a very coy manner, where she's like, you know, the end credits are very pretty, aren't they? You just really just want to look at them because they're so pretty. And now you're like, what's in the end credits that I haven't been paying attention to? Like,
1: yeah, (laughs) like why are you seeing me on this wild goose? They're
0: engaging us, which is what I want. Like, I don't want them giving us the answers in an interview. I want them to just do what they're doing, engage us. Keep us talking about it. Because number one, that's a smart marketing tactic. And number two, it shows they know, like, that they're paying attention to us. <laughs> they're listening to all the chatter we're saying. And they're like, we recognize. And we value. Thank you.
2: Yeah, it's, um, I'm not going to go through and do... It a slowed-down version of the end credits just to see what the fuck is in it. I'm not doing that. Nope. <laughs> nah, I'm I good. mean,
0: you can watch it, and the next time you watch the show, it's fine. You just put a pin in it. Follow that red string.
1: Or you can go online like millions of others and wait for some other person to have done it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right oh, my God, I Did I up. tell you guys? Okay, so... I don't know if you remember in like the last episode we talked about this, where it's like, why is there numbers missing from the clock? Like, it has to be important, you know? Yeah. Um. So I went down that rabbit hole, like full on. <laughs> it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um.
2: Like you foretold. <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So number one, I think I like reined myself back in because then I googled. I was like, I found this one thing which I'll share with you in just a second, but I was like, oh, maybe it's like a specific date, because the numbers like 11, 13, and 15 were missing um, I, thi- I th- from the clock. And so I was like, oh, maybe it's you a said, specific date.
2: It's not. You said from episode not. two? Yeah.
0: Episode um, two,
2: I saw a person on Reddit was like this, that's tied to the X-Men. If you look at the time, you could go or- and I was like, you do, you wasted 15 minutes of my time of reading this. So yeah. you can say at the end of it, saying this connects to the X Men because you're going from flag and number signals.
0: Fuck you. Yeah. No. It's fuck like you. so. I, fuck I went through this whole, well, not a whole research, but it was definitely like a good thirty minutes. I was sort of like looking around online, but I also then was like, oh, what if I just Google like. What does a classic radio clock look like in the 1960s? And it's that. So I'm like, okay, maybe it isn't anything special. But I do just want to say that in my research of this, it mm-hmm. did pop up with um, a Bible verse for the 11, 13, 15. And it's from 2 Corinthians. And it says, For such people are false false apostles, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising, then, if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness, their end will be what their actions deserve. And I was like, we're talking about Mephibosheth, and he's the devil. Oh and he's making this false world. <laughs> you know, like, this you know is how what Marvel conspiracy theories have- do, and yeah, this is kind of why Bible I love them. That
1: you've seen in the clock. Button. I am impressed.
2: <laughs> Hence, why she would be connected to Doctor Strange in this in in, the, in this round.
0: So, I'm not saying that that Bible verse is tied to one scene in a TV show showing some classic clock radio bullshit, but I just thought it was it was pretty funny how you can sort of then tie that to the show.
1: That's crazy anyway. <laughs> well,
2: I have a theory. That's
0: my conspiracy find of the day.
2: I have my own conspiracy theory and I, it just popped up in my head while we were talking about episode three and four.
0: Do I need hold on, do I need my tinfoil hat?
2: Put on the tinfoil hat. Okay. What if Wanda is reconstructing vision? Ooh. And
1: reconstructing gonna- vision, huh?
2: She has those, she has that, in a way, she has that ability. In a way. If she can So, like, sort of how,
0: I was like, she's puppeting him right now, but yeah. she could also be, like, trying to-
2: And maybe- Reconstruct it? Yeah. Maybe and, she's- and mm-hmm. Maybe when we get towards the end, like, if you look in the previews and the trailers, you see one and Vision going against one another. What if Vision finally gains sentience- like she's like she completed putting him back together. And he's realizing Ooh, like, like he's real he's now finally realizing this isn't right. Or Yeah, but now it's now tied to all right, you got the man back. Now what about his soul? Yeah. Tying so back to what of you, like... tying back to what you was talking about earlier, Benita. But the Bible... They've
0: hinted at that with the, the trailers. Because, you know, like, original trailers, you see, like, um, Agnes in the car, like, talking to him. She's like, but you're dead. Like, we're all dead or something like that. Thing was more like, you're dead. And then another trailer shows Vision at the edge of the field. Mm-hmm. Like, looking like he's going to reach through and break through. And that's like... I'm just like, oh, if he breaks through, if he walks through, is he just going to drop dead? Because he's outside the radius? Hence, like, can you imagine, like, being the sword agent that's, like, watching the perimeter, and then all of a sudden you just see, like, a vision date. plop out dead, and you're like, oh no.
2: Or he's alive.
1: But Or, yeah, that'd be even weirder. He comes out alive.
2: And then you're like, ugh. Holy shit. So, all
1: right. It's so like. Just. That's, that's an interesting concept. What if, what if Wanda is practicing her reality bending powers this whole time by bending reality of this entire area to eventually get to the point where she could mimic it enough or manipulate it enough to make the reality of Vision being alive again happen?
0: Right? Because I feel like, because especially like she was always like sort of Like, half-mutant, half-witch. Like, she was Scarlet Witch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, she had magic, too. Like, it wasn't just, um, you know, her reality-warping powers. She was, like, what was it, Hex? Hex. Um. that why we keep seeing all these fucking hexagons in the show? God damn it.
1: Didn't they... Didn't, (laughs) um... Randall Park's character writes something on on the board that's like what what does the hexagon mean? Yeah. Oh we God damn it. <laughs> Did you probably, catch
2: that, Dizzy? Yeah, I catch that too. I was like, holy shit, we just we yeah, just like, oh, what does yeah. the
1: hexagon mean? I was like, What the fuck?
2: <laughs> we have opened another Pandora's box and we have no fucking we have we have no no resolution yeah. to it just yet.
0: We're just spouting so many theories that you people and I you just, him back at us.
1: This like, is what episode oh,
2: four.
0: Are we gonna get magic now in the MCU? I hope. Okay. I
1: mean, we have
2: it. We just need to view it more. Oh man! All right. So now we're going to the hard part. How to we re- now to give a rating? We gave well. You gave a ten out of ten for both episodes, Benito. So we know where you're at. Um, yeah. <laughs> both me and Christian. Excuse gave-
0: me to clarify. It was fifteen out of ten. Thank you.
2: You just made me and.
0: change my vote.
2: Yep, being the man that I am, <laughs> <laughs> I I force my will.
0: Um, okay, dictator.
2: <laughs> and then me and Christian Desi gave, the dictator. I'll take that. And um, me and Christian gave episode one and two a seven out of ten.
1: I'm going up to eight now.
2: For what episode?
1: I'm going up to eight for three and four.
2: Oh. Oh, interesting.
1: Because like like now it's kicking up to where it's like starting to involve a lot of things. And obviously, like, I mean, honestly, this is gonna get a high score for me because I'm biased because I watched all the movies as they came out on, um, you know whatever. But like from from a perspective of somebody who who hasn't seen the show, I think an eight would be okay. Like or when I say not seen the show, but isn't familiar with the MCU in general, mm-hmm. I would say an eight would be okay because now it's starting to resemble like these mystery shows where it's like, yeah, they have this slow burn. But I, like Benita mentioned, it's like people who aren't familiar with it are watching the show now.
0: It's
3: and like that, that's enough of a mystery drug.
1: there. There's, it enough, dumb. there's enough to bite into with it with these last three and four episodes that um that make most viewers engaged so I'm willing to go eight out of out of ten on that now and still give it room to grow.
2: Okay. Nice. Knowing the answer, Benita
0: Oh me? I mean <laughs> obviously it's ten out of because 'cause I'm fucking fangirl. I don't give a shit. I own it. I love it. And y'all can Second, Second. yeah. Thank you.
2: Uh, I'm gonna give episode three a seven point five. Okay. It it took us till the end of the episode to give uh, to to actually punch us in the gut to get us to um, where we at in episode four. Um, Episode four, something we didn't touch on to Lashana, uh, was it Lashana Lynch? Should be Lashana. Who play Maria Rambo,
0: Photon?
2: Oh, Lashana Lynch. Um.
1: She, well, we found out she's dead now.
2: Yeah, she's dead. But I think they gave her credit only because, and I'm like, you gave him credit for Lashana Lynch, even though you only showed her picture on the wall. Okay.
0: Yeah, and it had a Photon, and I'm like, oh my god, is Monica gonna pick up
2: the cold name? She, and Tashana Paris is also in Captain Marvel, too.
0: And now she's just going to carry it on. Maybe she'll be a superhero. That's fine. I'm okay. See? I'm fine. Here's the thing, though.
2: I'll I'm say th- I'll say this before I give my review for episode four. There have been MCU actors who have been superheroes. MCU characters who have been superheroes in the comic books, but do not become superheroes in the movies. Bill Foster. <laughs> um... Doctor Cho, in Age of Ultron. Um, uh, Killmonger. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: what's his name? Oh fuck, Mumbaku. Claw?
1: Ulysses Claw.
2: Claw technically got his powers, but the he got like, his powers, he, but he he, did. he didn't. He He's didn't, not he, the comic claw. He wasn't the comic claw. claw. So we could see her take the codename Photon, but not gain any powers like you yeah it kind of null voids that when you bring in Kamala khan so it's, it's only is pretty much i hate to say it, she's gonna be the anthony mackie in captain marvel 2 you have two. i was gonna i was gonna you know say I mean? that she would be the
1: uh the roadie to stark
0: i'm just like we don't know what's gonna happen especially in the multiverse of yeah. madness
2: that is true. Right. That's also true um because, God, imagine if they do House
1: of M and out of nowhere, they bring in Constantine when nobody was expecting it.
2: Don't cross me that's, oh, that's insane. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just
1: saying. Like, how fucking weird would that be?
2: That would never happen. But...
0: That was another show that was gone too soon. R.A.P. Constantine.
2: Right. But he, Matt Ryan is still playing Constantine in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. And they actually showed him smoking on an episode. Finally! Ooh. And he also did it. Um, he also smoked. Um, well, he now took I want a to. almost like the hate with He, he, to he, he, he <laughs> took a puff, dropped the light, dropped the cigarette, lit it out. Him, Diggle, and Oliver's daughter met Lucifer, the TV show Lucifer. And he and He's like, "Oh, I know what's all going on." He's like, "I'm in my own pocket universe. I'm fine." He's like, "But this is how you get to um, find Oliver." And he, and he looked at he looked at Diggle, he's like, ooh, nice chocolate man. Mm. And then he looked at Oliver's daughter and he was like, We can just have, we I can le- lose these two ladies. We can just have fun all of us together. And then um, Matt Ryan came in, he was like this, Lucifer. And then the dude played Lucifer, Oh, it's Constantine. Constantine. And then Matt Ryan came and was like, No, it's Constantine. I, like I gotta that. start watching
1: Lucifer again.
2: I like that. I like that little. I like the little they go between, like, "Holy shit, Lucifer!" I never seen the show, but I like the fact that you are now existing in the Arrowverse, in the Pocket Universe. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: Lucifer is a DC character, technically, right? Well, the the TV show that they're using of Lucifer is like a DC character, technically.
2: Yep. Yeah. And 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 he's also, fabulous. And also, anyone who's listening, Gwendolyn Christie, Sandman has nothing to do with. Lucifer Morningstar of the own comic books. But Sandman is within the greater DC realm. He just had nothing to do with anything with DC-wise. The only person who has any connection between the DC universe and the Sandman world? Constantine. We need
1: more Constantine on TV.
2: But um, for episode 4 to go back, I'm gonna... It's gonna be controversial because I've been so hard pressed on this already getting the nine Woo-woo. so 7.5 for, for episode three but a nine for episode four because it gave me what I, we didn't mean but it did not get in the MCU and in the movie verse the ramifications of people coming back after being um being and I hate the blip that is just that is
1: yeah, like the this
2: on honestly, this portrayal of it made me have more questions than answers. I like the I like the fact that people came back. I just don't like the term the blip. That was just a stupid. Yeah, no, I
0: don't know why they don't just call it the snap.
2: I know, like use the comic book term the snap. That it would be yeah. better, and that's why I, I, it it knocks a point off of that because I'm like, you said the blip.
0: But I do uh, like like I love the the loss that was sort of back-ended because you know at the end of episode three it's like you get a little bit of um the loss and the pain wanda is feeling especially about her brother because again it's you know and then and i know they can't really do like huge long runs about this but it's like if someone dies it's very like it's sad for like not even a minute and then it's like moving on to the next thing um and
2: i think that's why and that's why i give an episode i gave 7.5 for three and then a and, and nine for four
1: it's sh- even a nine for
2: four wow a nine for four but a 7.5 for episode three the reason why i'm doing yeah. that because they're giving you tinges in in my own theory she never really got to grieve yeah at all and it's showing that like with Everything that happened from Ultron up to now, we're like literally, and even Steve said like she's a child, even though she's in her uh, literally in her twenties. But Steve was like was literally defending her when Tony was like, no, we're gonna house arrest her. Like she is a child. She accidentally started the the explosion. She lost her brother beforehand trying to defend. Her own country. She lost her country. She lost her brother. She actually, accidentally, did an explosion to save my life and everyone else. Like, and you take the one thing away from her, and she had to fight the person that she cares about. Didn't have to care about everything that was see, going on. So, like, she and she killed Vision twice.
1: You're right. Yep,
2: you're, you're pulling.
0: <laughs> you're pulling so much stuff out because, like. So... Obviously, in Civil War, she is stronger. Yeah, yeah like every she's movie, than she gets stronger.
2: Yeah, I
3: was
0: gonna get to that point. She like, she gets stronger and stronger, and so I really hope Marvel starts like dealing with like the ramifications because like a lot of the stuff they've done doesn't really make sense. So even with like the Sokovia Accords of the Civil War, like Wanda saved more people than she killed like yeah the wakanda people being being killed was very sad and tragic but like had she let like more people would have died at that market
2: yeah if she wasn't well i think that was also and that's why steve was that's why captain america was defending her in the first place
1: i think that was also part of like the the like the tone of the film was or like the whole thing behind it was supposed to be, like, it's not a reasonable reaction to what happened. It's people panicking and, like, seeing these new powers from people who have, like, demonstrated it in massive ways where it's, like, yeah. they're not looking at the picture of, like, oh, we could have all died. It's, like, she caused this amount of death, so that's an issue. And I think that's supposed to be a commentary on the tone of the film at that point.
2: Yep. And we're yeah, s- and
0: we're s- but, no. like once, ain't, like, one of the things I still find so aggravating about civil war is like when um fucking general Ross, secretary Ross, whatever the fuck his rank is in these dickhead in Ross these right. dickhead Dick Ross um Dick. is like he's such a fucking bureaucrat like he's such a government official because he's like look at all of these people that died in new york and i'm like oh new york you mean the same one where you launched a nuclear bomb at it to get rid of these alien invaders i'm sorry how many people would have died because of that nuclear fucking bomb? Like, yeah, you sent if it down
1: wasn't them? for Tony Stark, like literally the entirety of Manhattan would have been wiped off the face to the United States yes. and Earth.
0: Like okay, fucking pot meat, kettle. Um, and then as for Sokovia, it's like you all you just have to do is like look to Tony Stark, and it's like yeah, how did, how did that suit of armor around the world work out for us there? Yep. Buddy, yeah. <laughs> like we were fixing Tony's mistake, and you're blaming us because we still managed to save ninety-five percent of the population of Sokovia, but
2: minus Zemo's family. <laughs>
1: well, again, yeah, that's I guess that's the again. commentary of it, right? It's like the U.S. doesn't care about saving people, at least in that movie yeah. and in real yeah, life. So... But they don't care about saving people; they care about controlling the powers. And in that movie, it was very much about like. Controlling these unwielding powers that they realized they had no say in.
2: I, that's, yeah, and that's what I love about the MCU because it is a reflection of what's going on. And Black Widow, before she she could have just like in a, in all intents and purposes, she said in that courtroom and um and Winter Soldier. I know everyone's secrets. I'm not hiding from mine anymore. And she just literally mm-hmm. looking like literally looking like, but you are hiding from yours, and just walked out like a G. Like she can yeah. just snitch on everyone. She knows she can defend herself. Like, she, she's like, I'm fine. I'm an adventure. <laughs> like you gonna really see, like, is, on different purposes. You gonna really step to an adventure?
1: Yeah, it's like, do you, like you may think I can't do anything, but I hang with the rest of these adventures. The fuck.
2: And then like, <laughs> and also Fury knows all this stuff. But also, I want to know Fury makes. It, it, I don't think he's the. Um, I think he gave up. Directorship to Photon and to that dude um, that that Mar- uh, Monica had to go to. I still feel Fury ha- is still the leader of sort.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I think they're gonna set it up that it was like a kind of co creation between him and Monica Rambeau because obviously they knew each other
1: from.
2: Captain Marvel. Oh, he's still um, playing dead. Now I remember he's still playing like he's dead.
1: Yeah, he is, right? Like he's quote-unquote dead at this moment in the timeline.
0: No, he's alive. He's alive, but people Cuz he, he he was I mean snapped. like
1: publicly he's quote-unquote dead, but he's actually alive.
0: Yeah. Oh. Publicly, yeah. Um so time-wise, I guess it's like right in between Endgame and Far from Home. Mm-hmm. Um I think is where we are chronologically. Yeah. Um Yeah, because it's so like I it's think- not
1: too far after the <laughs> fucking blip, the snap, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Cuz I thought it was really great that they addressed at least the I'm just going to call it the snap cuz yeah, I don't love blip. Yeah, fuck that, um, it's the snap. So like they addressed the snap and especially with like Monica um or sorry, Maria thinking ahead and being like she knew you were going to come back. And I'm like. <laughs> she knew she was
1: going to yeah. come back. It was like but the like, feel
0: To demand that. Like. Sort of like recuperation. And that time frame to be like. Look. You were technically dead. <laughs> but now you're back. Uh, Five years into the future. From the last time you remember. So a lot has changed. Let's go through this quick little program. So you're not like
1: well actually Super it's not fucked in my head it's not five years right wait okay so that's a that's an interesting question because they said that her mom died three years before that moment but she yes. said it's also been two years since you left or since you disappeared so five no, years so
0: no yeah so it was five years so like she woke up thinking it was right after the surgery that her mom had and her mom died two years after that surgery
2: And she's been missing for three of those five of those two. Which then
0: three years, so she died. So it was five years. (laughs) It does. It does equal out.
1: Um, Oh, okay. Wait, no, but I'm confused. I'm super confused because did she not say it's been two years since? Oh, two years since her mom died.
0: No, two years since she disappeared because she was like, your mom died three years ago, which was two years after you disappeared
1: oh
2: okay so i'm putting the
1: cart before the horse that's why
2: yeah. so mm-hmm. at that moment when she blipped when she snapped back that's where probably at that moment hulk was like no oh, no not hulk. no hulk snapped yeah first the brother yeah got back. Back. so at that moment where monica's like what's going on they're literally fighting in upper new york against thanos
1: yeah exactly yeah. so this is This is during Endgame. This is like during... This is a little after the Endgame timeline then.
2: Yeah, well, that that, that that day... That flashback in the opening is during Endgame. And then the rest is uh, after The
0: hospital scene, yeah, was the day of the big Endgame fight. Which obviously only lasted like... I'm assuming a few hours in MCU timeline. Um, But... Then it doesn't really say like how much time jumps forward, but I'm obviously assuming it's been um, a few weeks with at least right the news coverage from when she from the hospital to when she is um, walking into sword
2: right yeah
0: um so it's just it's fascinating to see the chaos of the hospital because especially now when you put it into perspective, you're like. Our hospitals are already overwhelmed with the pandemic. So just imagine, like,
1: hospitals. No worth build up people. at all.
0: At least, like, with the pandemic, you know, they tried to warn us early to be like, please wear a mask, please take this seriously. And then people in our government were fucking stupid and didn't listen. So now the hospitals are overwhelmed. But just imagine if that happened instantaneously.
1: Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it would be utter chaos
2: well
0: so much chaos like
1: but see that's okay that that hospital scene gave me such a big question with the dude that she knocked into because remember she knocked into somebody and they both fell over it's like okay well that means that that dude came back exactly in the spot that he was at yeah so what the fuck does that mean everybody else was like in the air and all that stuff
0: oh well no yeah i know what you're talking about but i think they touched on this from endgame because um kevin feige i think it was something about he's like that's why it had to be hulk to do it because it was professor hulk and he was like because he had the strength of the hulk but he had the intelligence of bruce banner
1: mm. so he like intelligent to enough to be like don't like make it a safe. perfect snap like the people yeah. who are in danger put them out of danger
0: yeah, because he's like, he w- he thought enough through that, you know, he's like, oh, if you were a passenger in an airplane, you're not going to blip back 35,000 feet in the air and then fall to your death, because that's, like, That'll sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, imagine um, dying, then coming back and being confused for the last right? 30 seconds of the second point of your life.
0: Or like, oh my god, what if you were like, uh, like freaking... Maria Rambeau like say you are about to go into surgery and then you get snapped so when you come back you're like oh yeah my surgery should be in like five minutes but now they're like uh no like now there's 200 people
1: yeah I mean that raises a different question alone. too it's like what about people who got snapped that were in the middle of surgery
0: oof
2: right like they did. Um Like
1: exactly. Like, do they come back closed up with their with the same ailments, or do they come back closed up with their ailments cured?
2: <laughs> you never know. But see? I would say I'll say this: I did a test to see if I get blipped, um, I get snapped, or not. I get snapped, so I get dusted. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty chance, right? Well, yeah. My 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 test said I get dusted, so it's fair. <sighs> No. It's yeah, not I mean that, that was I got to go.
1: Snap, right? Like all
2: these assholes like, get to stay but I got
1: to go. Impartial impartial just 50% of the universe gone. That was like the snap. I don't
2: want to. I
0: honestly would love if they actually do a series about the effects of the snap because just imagine like say like a mobster, like some criminal kingpin and his his Goonies like got dusty. So then yeah. now some like new guy rose up to the ranks, but they like snap back. So now there's gonna be like like in what gang warfare? Or are they gonna like battle for supremacy or I don't there's just there's so much you know what snap.
1: you know what would have been like really interesting in my in in my opinion, especially now that they have the Marvel What If series?
3: yes like
1: what if because i've always thought about this like if if thanos was fully impartial he would have said all life in the universe 50 50 chance right which means there could have been a 50 50 chance that he could have been snapped too what would have happened if thanos had gotten dusted in that same snap Ooh, that's something that i would have really liked to see
0: would the glove have just fallen Yeah, like would he be
1: dead? And then, like, how would that affect the future timeline? Like, yeah, like, would the, like, he wouldn't have been able to destroy the glove. So they theoretically would have been able to, like, get it again and use it. But let's say, let's say he gets snapped. And, you know, like, everybody who got snapped, everything on them also got dusted. It's not like their clothes stayed there. So then theoretically, the glove could have also been snapped with him. Ooh. So, what would happen if they didn't even have the glove to bring everybody back? No.
2: Nah. But Thanos is dead. Nah, I don't like that. I mean, if you're. That's you what me mean. Still like, still it, still I mean. Like that's, that's, that. that's, 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 that's one idea. I, for me, I don't like it. <laughs> just yeah, hearing no, it like, i don't just, like it
1: as a direction for the mcu then, i'm just saying like that would be a, a great wedding story
2: i went sherlock and just went all like all the different theories in my head after you said that and then nothing you know how, um dr strange like this only one outcome yeah i was literally dr strange in it no there was no outcome where this was going to be a good storyline that you created yeah, no, it's not going to be a
1: good ending because they can't bring... No, theoretically, they a, can't bring 50% of the people back again. Not a good ending. Just not a good thought. I'm it's just... not, but that's what I mean. That's what I want to see. What would happen if that were the... Like, in this case, it's like, what would happen I mean... in the Back to the Future timeline if Biff Tannen then became president? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm wondering.
0: <laughs> Technically, with the timeline they set up, they could still do the time travel thing because yeah. Scott was in... The um, quantum
2: realm. In the quantum realm.
0: Quantum realm. When the snap happened, and then the real MVP, the rat, um, <laughs> brought him back.
1: <laughs> real MVP, random ass rat.
0: <laughs> real MVP is a rodent. Uh. Um, brings him back. So technically, I think even with that, it still could play out. As it did in the movies. But I mean. It would have to be tweaked a little bit. Because obviously they wouldn't have like. Nebula's memory of decapitation.
1: Right. <coughs> well, like he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have Nebula's memory anymore. But. There could still definitely be reasons. Why he'd go back to Earth. Like the the like the previous timeline. Whatever Thanos could come back. And pose a threat. Yeah. Well, yeah. but like how different would the Avengers be if there was literally if they had to fight Thanos again from the past and they literally had no hope of bringing anybody back anyways.
2: Well, let's put a pin on this theory. <laughs> um in 2 weeks, so that will be February 19th we'll record for episode 4 and 5 of 5 and 6 of One Division. That's not
1: when you guys are going to hear it, but <laughs> you'll be hearing it on That's
2: February 26th,
0: 22nd. And just make sure you guys have your tinfoil hats ready, because I'm sure there's
1: going to... Yes, I love this conspiracy talk. I'm very thoroughly enjoying it.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love me some conspiracy theories. I don't believe 99% of them, but I am here for them. Um... Because they're just very entertaining.
2: See that's
1: the, fun, though. that's the fun. That's
2: the fun. And then on that yeah. episode, on that episode, we'll actually do more of a character breakdown on Wiccan and Speed. Cause we only talked about them because of their first names. We'll do a more in-depth, like who the hell are they? So yeah. you, are the general audience, like, mm.
1: maybe maybe by the next time we record our our uh, our Wandavision episode, we may know more about them. Who knows?
2: Maybe. Oh, you
0: need to know is they're the cutest people that you just want to hug because they're just so damn adorable.
2: And that's Will you, my take. Are you still thinking of Wiccan and Hulkling? Yes. Not <laughs> <speed>. you know, <laughs> you're not even including Speed in this.
0: I mean, look. Yeah. Speed's fine. Uh, He's fine. As a <laughs> He's fine.
1: I'll tell you this. I've heard, I've heard more fan fictions written about Wiccan than Speed. I'll tell you that.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot of that. Um... But once again, thank you for listening to John Conch for the Robot. Remember, you can always <laughs> listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, we're now going to upres that logo and see if that will work. But as always, practice social distancing, stay safe, keep your loved ones safe. We'll always wear a mask. We hit the highest death rate in the U.S. alone. So, stay hey, seriously, safe- wear a
1: fucking mask, people. There's no problem with it.
2: So stays... I'm now at the point, guys,
0: where I am tired of winning, so if we could stop winning now, that would... This is winning? We're breaking records left and right, does that not count? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> this is not the winning I want to be doing, okay?
1: No, no. It's like, you know what, the U.S. is number one in a lot of things. Unfortunately, none of them we want to be number one in right now. We do
0: not want to be number one in these lists, guys. Come on, we must do better
2: alright people I tried to actually end this off on a positive note they just killed it peace
0: (laughs) (laughs) the truth is out there sorry I don't know why I said that X-Files thing